coming up this week, a closing date and some special experiences for the Tower of Terror, a new parade at Mickey's Halloween Party, and, I'm itching already, a family sues for bed bugs at the Grand Californian. Plus later, listener Matt returns with a trip report from his Disneyland vacation. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 607, for the week of September 4th, 2016. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Marjorie Mulata Willie. Hello. And Tony Spatel. Hello. Oh, wow, it's just us. I, I know, right? Yeah. Attention. Well, uh, <laughs> Nancy is actually in at Disneyland this weekend, celebrating her birthday, and Michael just got back from visiting family and is having some technical difficulties so he may join us later and um, i'm in california and you're actually in california and you're, your birthday's coming up I, too right tony when is it yes it is it's, you're not oh, on facebook wait, so i can't i can't like push you up. i know and now i love the fact that i'm not on facebook but right. now it's become a badge um it's thursday cool all right okay well happy early birthday then i'll be 23 again 23 yeah. again <laughs> i don't know if i'd want to be 23 again that's a it, lot of life experiences to do if, over if, again. If I knew n- then what I know now, maybe. All right. Uh, let's talk some housekeeping. Um, have you been back where they're doing construction with at the Hungry Bear restrooms, Mary Jo? Um, it's been a few weeks since I've been back okay. there. M- what I've heard is that they've um, changed the entrance and, and moved the wall out. So you have to go like closer to where Winnie the Pooh is and, and that they've oh. made, it, made like an extended um, wheelchair access queue and a path to get to the restrooms. So just keep that in mind if you if you go down there, that there could be a different entrance to the restrooms all over there. Have you seen Gaston? Have you seen No, the I haven't. No. Gaston. Oh, you th- saw him though, right? He needs to work out. Oh, you mean it's because I've seen the videos you can only, of Gaston you can only, and Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that guy's awesome. Yeah, no, no. Really? A padding can only do so much. I'm just saying. Um. Okay. One last one. Uh, a friend of mine from high school posted. It was he's a Disneyland fan as well. Posted a picture from the Plaza Inn of the fried chicken for us all to be jealous. Um. However, it was slightly different. <gasps> In what way? Uh-oh. The green beans were gone, replaced by what looked like fiesta corn. A corn with, like, red... Boo. Yeah. No. So, they took anything healthy from that meal. Well, they had a corn. Because corn, corn's not healthy. Yeah, it's, it's carbs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, corn's not healthy. So, corn, mashed potatoes, and chicken. May as well go take a nap afterwards. <laughs> And and you know, to me the 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 green beans aren't all that good, but and I like corn. I just don't like corn with red peppers and all that in it. So oh, I love corn with red peppers and yeah, stuff. Okay. That's that's very 
southwestern. Yeah, which is weird for Plaza Inn. But yeah, well, anyway. I mean, it's just our our culture. But yeah. I like the green beans. Sometimes I'd get double green beans and no mashed potatoes. <laughs> nice. Opposite of what a lot of people do, right, right, you right, know. Yeah. But, yeah. But um, oh my gosh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. No, that could be temporary. Maybe there's a, sh- a green bean shortage or something. I don't know. Or they've or they've gone to you know seasonal vegetables where it's different. So maybe we'll have to check that out tomorrow. I think right. so. Great. Uh, do you have any housekeeping? I do. Go ahead. Um, I've got a few. Uh, first of all, uh, I mentioned last week that Dave Avancino is going to be at the Disneyana shop um, next weekend in Disneyland, and so I'd encourage everybody who's going to be there, drop by, say hi to him. He's super nice. And if there's any particular art, he does the custom name signs that I just got. I just got mine. And he also does the ones that look like the ticket books as well at books. Let me, can I pronounce my words? Um, anyway, so like the ticket books that he has. And he also does other custom art that's uh, really cool to do as well as the prints. And whenever I buy a print from him, even the reprodu- reproductions that we can get um from the Disneyana, I always ask him to autograph it, even though they have his autograph, but I ask him to do a personal autograph and he's always really nice to do that. So I uh, highly recommend going to give, giving him a shout out, go say hi to him, tell him Mary Jo sent you and he'll go. Yeah. Okay. Who? Um, <laughs> yeah. no, no, he's super nice. Yeah, he is. So I, I, for everybody who's met him, they know that. Um, and then this, um, Last weekend, I went to Disneyland with uh, my friend Leslie, and I stayed at the Travel Lodge, which is right as you get off the Five Freeway. Uh-huh. It's on Disneyland Way before you get to Ball Street. So we were trying to figure out the best way to get across to um, downtown Disney area or to the Disneyland Hotel area. And typically, what somebody is making a lot of noise. That's not me. I'm not writing. Okay. Okay, that's weird that I just wrote. wrote okay, sorry. I apologize. And sorry. I was like away from, way away from my microphone. Okay. Yeah. Just, just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we were, as so we were going to walk. Um, typically, what you have to do is you have to cross the street, take the cross, uh, the sidewalk, go over that bridge. You know how the the cars go over, and then take the crosswalk back to where the trams are. But what we did is we went through the employee parking lot. And that was such a good shortcut to get through the to the um, the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Uh-huh. So what you do is when you're at the corner of Ball and Disneyland Way, you go west. So you're going to turn right and you're going to go to a street that says west and you're going to walk left. And that's going to be the employee. You can see that's where the employee cars go in. They have a pedestrian walkway that's open. So even an early entry, you could just go through there. And then you walk to the to the parking structure. You have to go to the second floor. So you have to take the stairs up to the second floor, go across, and then take the escalator stairs down to the um, where the trams go. And that cut a lot of time for us. That So that was – I know some people know about it, but they told us that that, that gate's open 24 hours for anybody mm. who wants to use it. So I – so I, I think even if they stay at the, they call it the Majestic Hotel, the old Sheraton Anaheim. Right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna walk and you're gonna do the trams, I recommend doing that same 
that same walk because it's going to save you um, a bunch of steps and some time to get to the yeah, trams yeah. and also the Disneyland Hotel. Cool. Mm-hmm. That really. And then I got an email that I'm kind of switching parks. Okay. And I don't know if you got it also. I have an annual pass to Universal Studios. Okay. And I received an email saying that they have uh, lessened the amount of blocked days. Oh, cool. Okay. So again. looking so yeah. again. So yeah. So they're giving us more days. So I think they really want more people to. Um, <laughs> maybe people aren't taking quite advantage quite as much. Maybe they're not. Yeah. So. But like all of November, the only only Saturdays in October are blocked. All of November is open, and some days in in December. So I'm like, wow. oh, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen live every Sunday evening beginning at 7 p.m. Pacific, head over to Mixler.com. It's M-I-X-L-R.com. And look for the Disneyland edition. Um, also, don't forget to check out the rest of our Dis Unplugged family of podcasts. Uh, of course, my Every Monday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Edition. Uh, Tuesday, live at 10 a.m. Pacific, the Orlando Edition. Universal Edition is Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific live. And, of course, every Friday-ish, Diz Pop with Rhino Clavin. And then every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, The Daily Fix, your three- to five-minute look at the day, at the day, oh, day's Disney news. i got to write that down at some point, and I won't mess it up. Um, and then, of course, this weekend was... The Disneyland Half Marathon. Congratulations to all the runners and walkers and Mary Jo. I get a half congratulations because no, I come got on. swept. You 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 but, did uh, you did better than all of us. So well, it was. Uh, I don't mind getting swept. I was as long as you I still get the, as long as you still get the medal, right? Yeah. Well, hey, I got a really good tip from um, one of our friends, um, Adrian from Mouse Planet Mouse Adventures. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Mouse Planet. And so what she told me is she puts a band aid on the medals that where she doesn't complete the run. So that's what I'm going to do. And she said, that's a really good, um, for her, it's a good indicator. Yeah. Yeah, Well, indicator, you know, how far she's come along. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again next year. I'll train this time Hmm. for it. Um, but it was such a cool experience. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. So in the morning, one of our friends, my one of my friends, Roz, also did the 10K. She did the 5K and the 10K. I have to say kudos to those of you for, for the runners that did um, the Dumbo Double Dare, oh, yeah. where they did the 10K and the and half the marathon. Half. Yeah, Luella did that. Leslie did that. Um, Krista, who's also a listener, did that. And, and other people. And I just have so much respect for them because, you know, I, I thought I was doing really well. Well, let me just start. First thing in the morning, I'm, I'm following the mass of people. Leslie had to go back to the hotel. So I'm, I'm following the mass of people to this big pre-run party that they're having. They're, the energy's up. They have this big stage. And, hey, they were playing the Cupid Shuffle. So I ran and I started dancing. So I'm dancing <laughs> the Cupid Shuffle. And, and then I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should be going to my corral because I, I, need, to, I need as much buffer zone as I can get, you know, so... So after the dance was over, I booked it out of there. But there was so much going on since I was new. I I was still uh, having to get my uh, my feel around and everything. But I have to give kudos to Disney for the way they run the the 
their marathons and how organized they were. We had corrals from AFUG and they just kind of funneled you, just like cattle, you know, you go through a chute. So, so we went through these pathways. They had the barricades up. There was no question of where we had to go. They had, um, I guess, volunteers or the people who, who run, run Disney. And they were showing us, I mean, they just pointed us everywhere that we had to go. And the day before when I went to the expo and we checked in, everything was so well organized. It, they just make it easy to participate. And then the expo itself with all of the um, merchandise and the free treats and the things that they have to offer there. Even if you're not going to run in uh, the any of the like 5K, 10K or the marathon, I recommend going to the expo, especially if you're into fitness because of the apparel and other things and advice that you can get. So um, it's just a it's just a, a really cool experience. But in the corrals, back to that, you know, 5.30 in the morning, we're there. Well, actually, we were there at 5 in the morning. And there were a few people. By the time we got started, those corrals were jam-packed. And they just kept going. And they had somebody at the beginning um, talking. And they sang, um, I believe they sang the American Anthem, which was really nice, um, which was a great way to start the race. And then everybody took off in our, in our you know, organized corrals and it was just one right after another and as soon as the corrals would go they lifted up the barricades just just well organized and all along the route and here's me you know running and i thought i was doing great and they uh there i was almost at the five kilometer and they were saying you know the they have a person like sorry for jumping around for the 10k you have to maintain a 16 minute a mile pace my now my pace is more like 19 minutes but i thought what the heck i'll try it and i thought i was doing really well and i had passed the the 5k so i was halfway through still feeling good and then i was coming up to the four mile mark and they said hey the balloon's right behind you so the the pacer who's doing the 16 minute walk has balloons that indicate and then there's people on bicycles going up and down and they tell the people uh they tell the runners hey you know you step up your pace, the balloon's coming up on you. You don't want to let them pass you. And so I, I was doing that, keeping up my pace, but then they passed me and then I would trot to get ahead of them. And I thought, okay, two miles of trotting and trying to keep up. There's no way I'm going to do this. So, um, it, when it got to the four mile, it was just, they were, they were ahead of me. And then Disney, they closed the ranks and they said courses closed and they didn't let anybody, uh, reach that four mile mark if you weren't with the balloons. And so I said, okay, I, you know, I, I made it this far. I feel good about it. Next time I know better and I'll practice and train and be healthier, et cetera. Man, there were people shouting. They were mad. They were, there were people crying because they didn't get, there were people shouting. But I mean, that, to get that's what, like two thirds, two, two thirds in, right? Um, yeah, I would, like, so yeah. They've, they've given, they've given, they've given, it's what, 6.2 or something like that? miles i believe so so they've given you they've given people enough chance it it's not like they they swept them in the first half of the of half of the race not only that they yeah. had and it, they don't tell you in a mean way they tell you in a very encouraging way hey right. you know keep it up yeah. the balloon's coming up don't let them get past you and i was maybe about and there's plenty I'll of warning 50. wonder if, yeah, that, wonder if that's warning. new because a few years ago they had 
lots of controversy. I don't know if it was here at Walt Disney World about be, uh, people getting swept. And so maybe that's, is, is it, do you, Tony, do you remember something like that when you did the, Well, I, uh, I hate to sound so, like so many, I was so, so many much years fast. ago. I was so much faster. It didn't matter. Now I would have probably gotten swept, but I don't honestly remember. Okay. I have to be honest. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, and, and you know, Roz and I started off, and she passed me way up, and I, um, I didn't, I lost her in the crowd, just because everything was so new to me. I didn't know how to. Anyway, there were just people, so she made it. So kudos to her. She did the five k and the, and the ten k. But when they when they stopped us, you know. And I'm not making light of the people who are upset because you don't know why some people are running. Some people, um, Leslie and I wore purple ribbons for somebody who's quote, who we care about. And we ran in her honor. And there were people who, so you don't know if people are overcoming something or they're doing it for somebody. So for them not to make the 10K, I think was devastating. And that's, I hope, I, I'm thinking that's the why they're so devastated because they put so much or maybe they did train. Or whatever. So yeah. they probably thought I was nuts because I was like, "Hey, we got this far." I'm, I'm on the I'm bus. And, and well, I, you know, and people were were, you know, sending condolences, and I said, "I'm okay with it. I just know that I'm glad that I did it. Uh-huh. I think the experience is fantastic. I encourage everybody to try it. If you don't train, then I encourage you to do the 5K because it's all good. But for it, I just have a, a more respect for people who not only keep that 16 minute pace but who do even better you know and and some of we have um a lot of people our listeners and other friends who you know they're they have a very good pace and they they not only did the the 10k but they also did the half marathon so it was and it was all good then afterwards we went to steakhouse 55 and had breakfast we loaded up on carbs and (laughs) a lot of guacamole <laughs> I took Leslie's guacamole, but it was it was just nice. it was just positive, and everybody's happy. And they did give us like I like we were talking about they when they the shuttles picked us up. There were two busloads of people, and when those shuttles picked us up and they took us back to the Mickey and Friends, are uh, actually Pinocchio parking lot. Um, they gave us snacks, food. They made sure that we had no medical issues that we needed to be attended to, and then um, we all got a we all got a medal. And then as we walked back towards the Disneyland Hotel, where I told you where that pre-event was happening, there people were taking pictures. There's a lot going on, so when you do these marathons, be sure you stay afterwards so you could take pictures. Did you? And enjoy did you? The, they did, were doing massages. Did you stop for any photo opportunities? I only at the three mile mark. Okay. So at the three mile mark, I, I stopped because I really was I was trying to to keep up, and right. then when when the and then when my bubble burst and I heard the balloons right behind me, I went, ah, oh, shoot, you know, and then I, and then by, you know, by that time I had my iPhone, but my hands were all clammy. I was trying to, you know, I didn't want to drop it on the ground from all my, uh, you know, women glow. We don't sweat, but I didn't want to want to drop anything, but they certainly had the characters there. Um, they had all kinds of characters. Once we hit the Disney property because it takes you, they took us through the Anaheim convention center. Um, I was so turned around, but we went down Catella down the Anaheim convention center, went around there. And then um, we went into uh, California adventure. We went through the, and it's so cool because you're in the backstage area. So I was behind the mountains in cars land where Tony told me that there were people. Broke, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 
So I thought of yes. Tony when I was doing that, you know, and then. Um, yeah, and I got, obviously I didn't motivate you enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, my friend that I was thinking of did motivate me, but I still couldn't make it. And then, um, and I just, and I highly recommend, I did the 10K for Hollywood. I didn't wear the right shoes. I ended up with a blister on the ball of my foot that lasted for weeks. I had the right shoes, the right socks this time. I can't, I can't say enough to where people need to wear the right clothes when they do these marathons because you're, you are, your feet are on pavement. So you're, they're getting a little bit of a beating, you know, but it was, it was just a lot of fun and the characters and the music and, and people ringing bells and everything was just so much. It was just really cool. It was really cool. And then for every mile they had, um, the time and they had, you know, a big sign and how many, you know, the markers as you went along. So, but I, I almost made it to four. I could see it. <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> touch the, t- touch the sign, you know? So anyway, so next time uh, cool. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, they, and again, congratulations to everybody who did make it. All right. Any other housekeeping? All right. Let's head over to Tony with this week's news. Okay. And this week's news, again, is brought to you by Tom Bell, the yeah, leader in Disneyland news. <laughs> yeah. um, the big news most of this is, is that, borrowed anyway, but yeah. And the big news is that Tony Spatel will actually be going to Disneyland tomorrow. I know it's people didn't even think that was possible, but it's possible. Tomorrow, depending when you live. Oh, to this. Speaking of tomorrow, sorry, Tony. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, see, perfect. Yeah, sorry. Uh, tomorrow is the last day of... Disneyland Forever and the last-ish day of Paint the Night, the last day of um, the Diamond Celebration. Of course, we're talking about Monday. If you're listening live, that's tomorrow. If you're listening Monday, that's today. Uh, Sorry, Monday is the last day. Monday, September 5th is the last day. I will be attempting to Facebook Live the fireworks and the second... Um, performance of Paint the Night. Uh, that will most likely be on the Diz Facebook page. So make sure you're following that. Uh, make sure you're following all, all the Diz, all, all of the Facebook pages, the Diz, the Diz Unplugged, and the Diz Unplugged Disney on Edition. Cause you never know when we're gonna go live on any of those. So, um, just follow us and you will see us going live. Alright, sorry, go ahead, Tony. Okay, so. Tower of Terror will be closing on January 2nd, 2017 to begin its transformation to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Beginning September 9th, Disney California Adventure is celebrating the final days of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror with a special After Dark ride experience, commemorative merchandise, surprise, and some new entertainment. During each night of the celebration leading up to the closure, guests will be able to experience late checkout where they can ride the Tower of Terror in complete darkness. No, thank you for someone who scared <laughs> that, right? Uh, there will be – actually, I probably would do better if it was completely dark. Uh, there will also – because I normally close my eyes. So there will also be special late checkout merchandise, photo opportunities, and food items. During the day, the Silver Lake sisters, Dolly, Dottie, and Ethel, will be performing a farewell tribute at the Hollywood Tower Hotel. The sisters are vaudeville veterans who performed at the hotel in its heyday and went on to open the Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical Cafe on Buena Vista Street. The Silver Lake sisters will perform through October 31st, and Lake Checkout continues through January 2nd. 
Mary Jo, do you remember seeing their pictures on the wall at Fiddler Fife and Practical? Yeah. Okay. Of the of the Silver Lake sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have yeah. their that that whole section that yeah. tells a little history about them. Yeah. So we've not we've not, we've not seen them in the parks before, right? I mean, this no. is this this so it's kind of cool. All right, here's That's a here's, very cool. They must be very old by now. Yeah, no, right. Here's here's a challenge. For, well, so is Mickey. Um, here's a challenge That's for true. our for our Mixler folks. Besides Tower of Terror, what other attraction would it be cool to experience in the dark? Ooh. Right? Okay. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> okay. A San Leandro family is suing Disney over bed bug bites that they claim to have received during a stay at Disney's Calif- Grand Californian Hotel and Spa in 2014. In the lawsuit, Joseph and Daniel Jones, Danielle, excuse me, claim that they and their three daughters suffered not only physical injuries, but emotional distress as well, oh. and are seeking unspecified damages. The Northern California family visited the Disneyland Resort in August of 2014, but soon one of their daughters began complaining about bites on her face. According to the lawsuit, by the next day, the entire Jones family had insect bites on their bodies. Okay, I don't know if I can finish the story and freak it out. (laughs) The family claims that hotel management referred them to the housekeeping department, where their manager suggested that it was probably mosquito bites. Upon returning home, their conditions worsened, and the family visited a local doctor who confirmed that the bites were from bed bugs. Mm. The suit was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court last week and alleges battery, negligence, fraudulent concealment, nuisance, and emotional stress. Disney has not yet seen the lawsuit and has not commented. That is interesting. Well, why? why Wait, my, 20, okay, so here's my 20, question. 2014. Yeah. Yeah, my other question too about it is um, the fact that they're the only ones. Because if it was a thing, it shouldn't just be kept into yeah. that room. I mean, there have, they been, there, there have been other mentions of it, but I don't know that there's been any lawsuits. Yeah, interesting. I, I mean, I totally believe that the hotel manager was like, oh, it's probably no big deal. Right. But interesting. I, I need to see pictures and all that good stuff. So. <laughs> Not that I went into that kind of thing, but bed bucks. Right. Am I doing the third news story, or yeah, am I good? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Disneyland has announced a new parade that will hit Main Street USA this year during Mickey's Halloween party. The frightfully fun parade, full of alliteration, will Yay. kick off with the previously announced headless horseman of Sleepy Hollow riding his ghostly black steed, or stead. That's what right. is it? Steed. Steed. I did it right first. I had a fifty-fifty mm-hmm. shot. Parade will continue as characters from the Nightmare Before Christmas celebrate their favorite time of the year. A haunted mansion section will include ballroom dancers, grave diggers, and his chiking ghost. Sounds exciting. Finally, <laughs> Dr. Okay, I know I'm going to butcher this. Dr. Facilier, yes. right? Yeah. From The Prince of the Frog. I did it right. We'll use his mysterious. I know. I'm. Everybody's like, I can't believe this guy's on a freaking Disneyland podcast. We'll use his mystical powers to summon other Disney villains, including... Hades, the evil queen, Jeffer. I'm just joking. I know it's Jafar. I had to make a joke there. I just figured I was just going to butcher all the names. And Cruella Deville. Just kidding. The evil queen, <laughs> Jafar, and Cruella Deville. I know those. Mickey's Halloween party is a ticketed event that is held over 17 nights at Disneyland Park beginning September 23rd. That parade sounds like for someone who doesn't isn't a big fan of parades, I would be interested in that parade. And it, it seems like they've taken some of the best bits of the 
Walt Disney World Parade, the Boot to You Parade at Walt Disney World, and then they bumped it up with the um, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, and because I think they have they have the Headless Horseman, of course, and I think they have the Haunted Mansion section with the Grave Diggers and stuff like that. But the the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff is all new for us, so that's kind of cool. Exciting! You excited for Mirjo? I'm very excited, and we're going to go to the first one. Yay. I'm I'm getting more excited now as every time I hear a little bit more about it. You know, mm-hmm. as we wind as we're winding down from the 60th celebration, you know, we have our AP days coming up, and then and the Halloween um, celebration with new stuff, and and I love the fireworks. Oh my gosh! Um, and now four nights are sold out. Um, October 17th, 14th, and 21st, so the three Fridays, those three Fridays, and then the 29th, so there's four nights that are sold out in October. It's still not the 31st, huh? Nope. And still not the first night, and still not Gay Days weekend, so... Well, you know, I really don't think the first night should be sold out. I think they should probably stop now, wherever it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then- and then push for all the other nights. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's, 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 you know, uh, that's too early for people to right, do. Ryan in the chat room is speculating that even though it says frightfully, frightfully Fun Parade, that it's still going to be a mini parade. Not a full parade. Which makes sense, I mean, because you, right. you don't want a full parade right in the middle of the Halloween party, do you? Kind of, kind of, sort of. Depending, okay. I mean, a fifteen-minute parade is better than a two-minute parade. Yeah, Caval- cavalcade. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where Ryan has who his source is, but he sure does have a lot of. <laughs> he keeps up on what's coming on. So, mm-hmm. all right, thank you, Tony. Uh, time for rapid fire. I will go first. If you are listening live, or you're listening on Monday. Um, the price for the Six Flags Magic Mountain 2017 season pass is the best it's ever going to be. Um, $74.99 for the whole year plus 2016. And if you buy it now, or if you buy it now and activate it before the, in, before October 30th, you are upgraded to the gold level, which includes Hurricane Harbor, the water park, and free parking. So, if you are interested in going to Six Flags Magic Mountain next year, um, that might be something to look into today or tomorrow, or, you know, before uh, the September 5th goes away. And here's a reason why you might want to get a pass. The Joker is trying to take over Metropolis and Visitors Magic Mountain will have the chance to stop him. It's all part of a new ride coming to Magic Mountain in spring 2017. Justice League Battle for Metropolis. Ride, play, triumph. Um, helping the Joker are Lex Luthor and Harley Quinn. Trying to stop them are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Cyborg, Green Lantern, and the riders on the attraction. The new interactive shooter Dark Ride is an updated version of one that opened in Six Flags Over Texas in 2015. While riding through the cityscape, um, riders will have the chance to shoot at tar- targets, scoring points as they try to defend Metropolis from the Joker and other DC Entertainment villains. Uh, riders will wear special glasses so that they can see 3D high-def animated actions on screens designed to blend with sets and animatronic figures. Um, 
objects on the screen can be shot as well. At one point in the ride, the Joker will try to stop everyone with laughing gas achieved through the use of special fog and mist effects. And apparently they, sh- they, sh- they shoot video on, um, the mist effects as well. Uh, fire effects, wind effects all add to the effect of the city under siege. Um, the ride will feature six passenger ride vehicles that can pitch and roll as they go through a setting of Metropolis. Uh, the building for the ride will measure more than 23,000 square feet and will be in a part of the park that will uh, newly themed to represent Metropolis, where the Batman Theater used to be. So this was a, a big a theater that sits right in the back of the park between um, the Batman ride and the, the Riddler ride. And you you had basically had to rock, walk around it, so this is going to be a new. Uh, it's going to be there. Um, and then of course they're going to add more shops, uh, rides, and restaurants that are themed to Metropolis. So this is all kind of cool. I'm excited. I may. The price is excellent. I may um, get my pass. I don't know. Or maybe just you one should. Well, if you get one for you, you should get one for Wes and you right. guys. Because it's only a couple of hours from where you guys live. Yeah, I know. It's Maybe. tempting. It's tempting. So, um, also, I, I, I don't have the I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, but I think um, Knott's has their uh, annual pa- season passes on sale as well. So if you are a if you're not a Knott's annual pass holder, um, look that up. If you're a season pass holder, you probably got an email already where you can extend it and you get. You can bring a friend or something like that. Have you seen the email, Mary Jo? No. Okay. It's like, I, I get them for Universal, but I don't get it for... It's like, oh, wait, for Knott's? Yeah, for yes, Knott's. I did get that yeah. email. And it's like, you, you can extend it for $9 a month for whatever it is, and then you can yeah. bring a friend in 2016 for free. So, very cool. All right, uh, Mary Jo? Okay, I have a quick go back regarding Ren Disney. Sure. Uh, two of them. Uh, Ryan... Um, one of our moderators and he's in Mixler. He has a, a fact for it on the FAQ and on the disboards. So if you want to look up the information on there, um, I'll see if I can get the link that you can include in your notes, Tom. And then also another cool thing that they do that I didn't mention is if you're an annual pass holder and you sign up for Run Disney, um, they automatically tie in any photos that they take of you during the run to your photo pass. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So I already downloaded any any pictures they took of me have already been put up. And so especially for those who make it through and they're running through the castle, there have been some fantastic shots um, that's all tied in. So I just want to... Um, I just want to um, make sure that people know of those opportunities. Oh, and it's just another reason to join Run Disney. So on to my rapid fire. Okay. Changing parks again. Uh, you know, you, Tom and I talked about Not Scary Farm last week, and I found that they have this really cool offer. Um, you can save up to $34, which is a lot, from the Not Scary Farm tickets with the limited edition not Subway s- Not Scary Scary Farm or Berry Farm? Not scary farm. Okay, cool. Okay, good. Yeah. So um, save $34, which is a lot, off of the Not Scary Farm tickets with the limited edition Subway Not Scary Farm Souvenir Cup that's available at all of the Los Angeles and Orange County Subway's locations, the, um, you know, the Subway sandwiches that they have. Not Scary Farm coupons are also available at all locations and offer savings of up to $32. 
Um, the best way to save is with the special Subway's Not Scary Farm Souvenir Cup. You bring the cup to the ticket booth to receive up to six discounted admission tickets. And you can, you can save up to $34 off of the front gate price off of each ticket, which is a great offer. Um, it can't be combined, of course, with any other discounts or coupons. So the pricing um, for September 22nd, 29, October 2nd, or 6th is $38.00. For September 23rd, October 13th, 16th, 20th, 23rd, 27th, 30, 31st, it's $40. We'll put this on the notes, okay? So it's $38, $40, $43, $47, and $50 for certain dates that they have. So I'll send those notes to Tom so that we can include them in the show notes. Definitely, though, check the website because they're comparing it to the um, gate price. And even just the regular online price was significantly lower than the gate price. So definitely look yeah, look it, up look up on the on knots dot com and or not scary yeah not scary farm um, website yeah not scary farm yeah this was an email that I had received through yeah. um, knots because I'm on their mailing list okay cool but they're really pushing for the um, pre sale tickets like you said through their website so take advantage that like we were talking about last week they have a lot of cool new things coming up. And those skeleton key rooms are going to be awesome. So, so what do they talk about? Something about in the fog or out of the fog? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're promotionally you know, the, the, yeah, what, what's lurking in the fog. All right, Tony. Peanut butter pretzel gourmet treats have returned to the Disneyland Resort. I'm sorry. Did I say Nancy? Oh, Tony. Okay, sorry. Okay, you know I don't like the whole Nan. I uh, all my rapid fires have to be San Diego, and Nancy has to be. I know. I know. I know. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. okay. I like hearing. I like hearing. Uh, Thank you. I like hearing. Uh, oh, that was me. Like, no, that wasn't. I say the same crap all over and over again. So. <laughs> I was just but gonna say I like the, the only difference. So yeah, the only difference is Tom doesn't yell at me when I say it. That's <laughs> uh, happy birthday, Nancy, if you listen to the podcast. So, and that'd be sad if she does. I don't listen. I can't listen to myself talk. So I don't know how any of you are listening to me talk. But anyways, maybe just forward me and go straight to Tom and Mary Jo. So anyways, <laughs> so uh, here we got gourmet apple and robed in caramel and sweet milk chocolate. And it's covered with crunchy, salty, bite-sized pretzels fin- finished with a creamy peanut butter and milk chocolate drizzle. And it's how do you amazing even, looking. How do you even eat that? I know. I'm looking at it. And it looks like they have the Rice Krispie Treat, the apple, and the tiger tail, it looks like. Probably. Um, yeah, that's what it looks like. And Candy T- Palace. Tiger, tiger tail, but yeah, okay. Yeah, Tiger Tail, sorry, Tiger Tail. Well, again, this this park that I've never I've heard so much about. Um, Candy Palace, uh, Honey Spot in Critter Country, Trolley Treats in DCA, Marceline's Confectionery in the Downtown Disney District throughout the month of September. Um, and just so you know, if you go to the blog, there were two comments. Somebody <laughs> said, wow, they do look delicious. And they're wondering why they didn't use Chippendale pretzels, which is this person's all-time favorite food snack. And somebody else said, very cool. Next, bring back Pooh's Honey to the Honey Spot in Critter Country, please. Love those D-Land sweets. I just thought, you know, let the listeners, you know, part of the community, that whole social media thing. I just find it ironic. It's just honest, honest, funny that there's only two. And it was the day it came out. Right. But seven people, seven people did like it. 
Wow, that is so. actually low for a Disney Parks blog <laughs> entry. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm kind of sad. I love the whole idea of chocolate pretzels and sweets. So right. I'm kind of upset with the community. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. I mean, hey, uh, there's only three of us on the show. I gotta say, I I, I gotta fill the time yeah, with something. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, that's my reference. Anything else, folks? No. Okay. Hopefully, we'll see you in the parks tomorrow. Um, I know. And, and again, watch watch my Facebook page. Watch the Diz Unplugged um, Facebook page and and the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Fish Edition Facebook page. Um, we'll be active tomorrow, and maybe uh, actually um, Tuesday. I'm going to be in the parks, and it's uh, AP Day starts, so I will check that out as well. Um, I, all right, for those of you listening live, be sure to stick around for Matt's trip report. Otherwise, that is going to do it for the segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember... Ooh, wow. Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.